What on earth happened at Spartan Dog Con? Well, if only we had a commit of the 2024 class to join us. Oh, wait a minute. That's right, we do. It's Andrew Dennis. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to today's show of Locked on Spartans. Your team in green and white five days a week. That's right. It's August, so that means we're back to five days a week, and we're kicking things off with a bang here. No, it's not just me blabbing all episodes. No, no. Who wants that to start their August? No, 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 no. We want to hear from someone that was at an event of importance this weekend. Spartan Dog Hunt took place, and we have... Just like the, the keynote recruiter of this 2024 class, offensive lineman Andrew Dennis on today's show. Andrew, how on earth are you doing, man? Thanks a lot for joining the show. Appreciate you. I get about you, Matt. Uh, I'm it's sensational. Got to visit thy shadows on Friday. That was just the one nice thing. They, they they kicked us social media influencers out after one night, which understandably <laughs> so. I mean, I, I would have gotten rid of us immediately, too. But for you guys, the 2024 class, there were a lot of commits. There were a lot of well, hopefully commits, too, as well. I over here have some FOMO. I feel like I've missed out on a lot of Spartan Dog Con because, well, I, Lord knows that I'm the furthest thing from a football player possible. What did all of us miss, though, at Spartan Dog Con? Like, just start from the beginning. Tell us all about your weekend, Andrew, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, Spartan Dog Con is awesome. So, I mean, we got there around like four or five uh, Friday, um, sat down, had dinner, um, hung out with some of the guys. Um, you know, kind of just hung out with coaches, played some uh, cornhole. You know, they had everything laid out for us, toured the new facilities, um, kind of got a first look at some things. And then uh, we headed over to Thy Shadows. Thoughts on the black jerseys before going any further? Like, let, let, let's just hit the most important thing right here. Uh, I, I just said I'm pretty excited to wear it. There we go. Love it there. So, and the second most important thing, I, who's the best cornhole player in the 2024 class? I mean, is it just you or who, who else? I mean, I, I think, I mean, I don't think I've lost anybody yet. Okay. And that's, it, see, there we have it. And then, uh, yeah, 4 no against Gavin Brosha. So I hope he's listening. Wow. We'll tag him in this. Yeah, surely. Yeah. And, we'll, and we're a fair podcast. We'll, we'll give him yeah. the time to respond here. But so, I mean, good mix of obviously, you know, your fellow 2024 commits. Were you able to meet any former players on this visit? And if so, like, were, were there anyone that really stuck out to you? It's like, wow, that was really cool to meet them. Uh, Javon. Javon was really cool to meet. Um, you know, just watching his highlights, you know, seeing everything that he's done at State. Um, it's just really cool to see. But, no, I mean, I, I ran into about a million alumni. Um, and they're all welcoming. Um, you know, it's yeah. a true family. So, no, it was awesome to see all the former players and, you know, see them come back to East Lansing intermingle with themselves and also talk to the recruits and the commits. I might regret this question, but let's just go for it anyway. Like how old are you when Javon Ringer played? Like, do you, do you remember Javon Ringer playing like when, when you were growing up or is that only for super old guys like myself? Like I, just it, tell us how old we are, Andrew, just please. If, if you don't mind. <laughs> well, well, he played at state in the mid two thousands. So I would, I would have been right. really young. Uh, I know. Seeing the, high, seeing, the highlight, seeing the highlights growing up. Pretty cool. <laughs> Well, the thing is, too, is like Javon, like I, 
I saw him at, at thy, uh, thy Shadows. Thy Thados, that's nice. Um, he looks like he can rock for 1,500 yards tomorrow. Like, the, oh, that man is shredded. <laughs> that's a, I, I was sitting next to my dad and one of my coaches when, you know, he came out on stage and, like, when we met him. And I'm like, that dude, that dude can still suit it up. Like, 100%. He's huge. Right. I, like, it's like the, the Colts are talking about trading Jonathan Taylor and, like, oh, okay, well, everyone's going to need a cheap running back for the NFL. It's like, I just call Javon. Like, he seems to be. Oh, he, he is just, he's just massive. Like, we were sitting there in the, the panel, and I was sitting next to Reggie and Francis Brew, and we we're just like, like, not really fanboying, but like looking at the, like, just his biceps and his triceps, and they were just popping out of his shirt. Like, whoa. I know. I know. No, he's it's huge. unbelievable. No doubt. So, did you grow up a state fan? I mean, I think it's safe to assume. Like, did you grow up a Michigan State fan? Okay. Yeah, I grew up a Michigan State fan. Okay. So, not not the guys in the mid-2000s, like, old people like me watched growing up. But, like, who who did you really gravitate towards, like, when you were growing up as a state fan? Who were some of your favorite players? The the moment I knew I wanted to come to Michigan State was when I saw Jay Reed jump over that Penn State cornerback. Uh, I was sitting front row, 2021. Um, you know, front row, got a video of it, saw it live in person. You know, that was kind of just like a whoa moment. There we yep. go. Just point, point the camera to that picture right there yep. over there. If, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, you, you have no idea what I'm doing right now. But yeah, that is 100% one of my favorite moments. No doubt about it. Um, so like, what was your top favorite moment of Spartan Dogcon then for just, you know, the, the 2024 class? Um, I would say all this going out for the photo shoot or the scavenger hunt. Okay. Okay. Because I saw it on, I think it was Sunday today or was it Saturday where I kept seeing Spartan Dog on 2023. Like someone was at the dairy store on the field. So that was a scavenger hunt then. What that was, was, that, that was a scavenger hunt. That. So okay. I, I was a captain. Mercer was a captain. Chuck was a captain. And I think Nick was a captain. So we were all captains on, we had four teams and we all had five carts. So, I mean, we had... Um, alumni, support staff, and recruits. Uh, and so, yeah, we were just driving all over campus. And every time you get to a station or, you, you know, you get to that next checkpoint, um, somebody had to take a picture. For us, it was Scoot. And so you blast it on Twitter to be able to win and be able to get to the next clue. Gotcha. And so, the winning team was? Uh, I want to say it was Mercer's team. Okay. Got Oh. let's talk about the Lidieskis right now because so Friday night we get out of thy shadows and I see you in the 2024 class hanging out downtown East Lansing walk by you I just want to show my face say hey what's up <laughs> and then Lidieskis are right by us and they mm-hmm. look as happy as could possibly be they're very recognizable so I just say hey how you guys doing I, I can't tell the difference between the two right now but one of them said hey great to see you again Keep in mind, I've never seen these guys my entire <laughs> life, but they were so nice just to say, hey, amazing to see you. <laughs> so they yeah. just seem like such great guys. Obviously, you guys are all offensive linemen. What are they like as you've gotten to know them, the the Lenieski twins? No, they're awesome. Um, high energy, you know, you never yeah. have to worry about them, you know, kind of being tired and kind of slouching. No, they're always <laughs> they're always having energy, you know, they're always messing with truth each other, always messing with us. So no, they're they're fun guys to be around. And you able to get to know like the the 2023 offensive line in 2022? Like how often how often are you communicating with the guys that are already offensive linemen at Michigan State? Yeah, no, I'm really close to Cole and Stan. Um, and then Cooper Turkshaw, one of the walk-on, preferred walk-on. Sure. And then, you know, Gavin and Ashton. Uh, I'm pretty tight with as long as Braden. So yeah, no, I'm pretty close with all the guys already. 
Good deal. So over the weekend, you know, obviously there was a lot of 2024 commits already. There were some guys that are hopefully going to be commits. And if anyone has paid even the slightest bit of attention, they know that you have been working your tail off on the recruiting trail. I mean, you might as well be part of the staff. So I was going to go ahead and ask. You don't have to give us a name. I won't be that direct or, you know, just prodding at you. Are we on the watch for like any other commit right now? Or or, or is there a little bit of a calm right now in the storm? I think that there might be one soon. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. Yeah, Again, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get you in trouble. I'm not going to prod. So, no, you're good. Yeah. You're good. You're okay. good. <laughs> there we go. Just, you know, I, I'm curious. I'm a curious kitten over here. So I just had to ask you that. And we're going to ask you some more questions here, Andrew, in a hot second. But first, hey, so you need to talk to people's ears off about eBay motors that is right gang it's the best place to get any auto part need because hey for a championship team it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit well just like andrew dennis for the 2024 class it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit just right or yeah, that's right. You get your money back guaranteed because just like in sports, just like in football, just like the 2024 class, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from. My God, that's a lot of parts. You'll be back in the game in no time. And after all, hey, it's easy to bring home the win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts at the right fit at the right price on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. It's eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions. Well, that's right. They apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And let's get 2024 offensive line commit. The man of the class, the guy that's recruiting everyone here. Andrew Dennis back on the show here. When it comes to the motor of the class, Andrew, this is such a cheesy cross or a cheesy segue, but we're going to go for it. Who, who is the motor of this 2024 class? God, that's terrible. We're, we're going yeah. for it. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely think like uh, recruiting wise, I think our offensive line they're doing a really great job. Um, I'd say Mercer and Chuck, you know, they're always on Twitter. We're always talking with yeah. like me, him, and Logan and Twins. You know, we're always. And I would say it's everybody to be honest. We, we're on our group chat. I mean, I think we're talking daily. Um, sometimes, yeah. you know, I was at the movies earlier today, and just the phone's blowing up. You know, everybody's talking. <laughs> so no, I would say I would say everybody. I mean, it's just it's just an awesome group to be around. For sure. What movie, by the way? Barbie or Oppenheimer? Which one are we talking here? Barbie. I went to Oppenheimer last week. And? Okay, what's the better one, then? Oppenheimer. 100%. Okay. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Barbie, though? St- still solid? Uh, ah, shoot. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no, okay. because it's, it's, it's my opinion, so I want others to go see it. Uh, that, that's but, nice to you. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't, I, I will say I wasn't the biggest fan. 
So, in non-movie news, you know, hey, look, Oppenheimer's been very popular. Barbie's been popular. But so, something else has been in the news here in East Lansing. And would you look at that? Oh, my God. It's 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 Andrew Dennis. Look at this. You got a fourth star rating on 24-7 Sports not too long ago. How often do you look at that? Is that like a goal that you have in mind? Or is that just something that you see and you're like, yeah, all right, cool. Just another thing. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely cool to say, you know. Um, it's not something I check a lot, um, okay. to be honest. You know, I've always felt I, I was a highly rated kid. Um, and that's kind of the mindset I've always had. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter whether I'm a four, three, two, or one star. I'm going to work. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely cool. But at the same time, like, I've had the same film. So, I mean. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's definitely it's definitely a cool thing. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, it's like when you get, when you get to campus, like – it's kind of off the slate, you know? Yeah. It, it's just go time. Once you get to yeah. campus and like the most awkward questions are the ones to answer about yourself. So I I'm sorry, but we're just going to keep on going on that train. Why do you think you got the fourth star rating? Because that's a question. It's like, Oh, why was he all of a sudden bumped up to four star? It's like, well, but if only we had the guy that got bumped to four stars on the show. I, why do you think you got bumped to four stars? Is it, was there like a camp that you went to where you feel like you really performed well or, or are you kind of just confused about it too? Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Um, yeah, I went to the Michigan State camp where, you know, Alan True saw me. Um, so I think that was definitely a key contributing factor. But at the same time, you know, I, I think, you know, a good amount of it has to do with I finally grew into my body. Um, yeah, sure. You know, as, as a sophomore, I was about 210 pounds. You know, right now I'm weighing 285 to 290. So it was one of those things where, like, I think it was building up. So. And I, I would like to think I'm one of the more athletic linemen that you'll see. Yeah. So definitely. What weight are you trying to get at, you know, by the time you step foot on East Lansing? And I guess two part like are you trying to early enroll? Are you still thinking about that? I mean, just before I get to the when you get Yeah, so I am I'm, okay. I'm early enrolling. Um okay. my school does trimester, so I'm technically done in November. Um gotcha. So I mean, as long as I come in above two eighty, um playing both ways, I kinda expect to lose a couple pounds. Um yeah. But yeah, 280 is the goal. I mean, 285, 290 would be great. So in, anywhere in that range. Gotcha. And what are the goals for your senior year coming up? Because I mean, that's that's the crazy thing. It's like uh, you're already committed. We're all excited to have you on campus. But yeah. oh yeah, that's right. It's it's that little high school season you still have up there that you got to yeah. do. What what are the goals coming up for you this this upcoming senior year? Yeah, uh, for me, it's you know just have a good year again. Um, be consistent throughout every game. Um, you know, not have those bumps. Um, at the same time, I want to enjoy, you know, playing with my friends that I've grown up with, um, enjoying these last few months of high school before I, uh, head off, you know, college football is a job. So yeah. I'm trying to soak it all in as I can now. Um, but at the same time, have that in my mind that, you know, getting ready to go. And that's fascinating. Just like college football is a job. When, when did that hit you? I guess, because I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. I've never had to worry about it being a job for me, please. I, it's 5'8", 130 pounds soaking wet out of high school. That never crossed my mind. But, like, what, when did that hit you that, like, oh, college football, it's kind of serious, man. I mean, was that a while ago or is it recent? I would say it was a while ago. Um, you know, going through this whole recruiting process, I had a great family, um, you know, that's yeah. through it. And so they both have seen uh, family friends go through it. Um, and, you know, my, as my dad being a football coach, he's, he's seen many players go through it. And it's one of those things that they've kind of instilled in me um, since day one. So, I mean, I, I'd like to thank him for that. You know, it was just like, you know, yeah, it's cool to be in high school. Yeah, it's cool to have these stars. Yeah, it's cool to have offers. But, 
you know, when you get yeah. there, it's it's a whole new it's a whole new game. Right on. And you know what? Before we let you go and enjoy the rest of your week coming up, first of all, thanks a lot for your time, man. Really do appreciate all the breakdown hey, and everything no that problem. we missed Spartan Duck on. Who who has helped you the most though, like in your journey to becoming a Michigan State Spartan commit for the 2024 class? Uh parent like parents, I would say 100 percent Um, you know, coach cap on me at a certain weight. And to help me get to that point, uh, all support from my parents. Um, you know, it was as grocery streets, which aren't cheap, uh, you know, especially yeah. being as big as I am, eating as much as I do, um, through helping me through a school um, and every, everything that, you know, pertains to getting to this point. I thank them for it. There we go. I mean, no, no wonder you're, you're the best recruiter in this 2024 class. I mean, a, a great conversation with you, Andrew. I really do appreciate your time. So any, anything else you, you want to just shout out or anything before we let you go and just enjoy your upcoming week of the summer? Yeah, no, I'm just excited about this 24 class. Um, I think it's definitely special. Um, I, I think our online groom, our online commits are, you know, some of the top guys in the country. Um, so I just can't wait to get to campus and show everybody that. I can't wait for the class. Hey, go white, my man. That's what I'm talking about. And hey, you know what? That's there we go. Hey, thanks a lot, Andrew. Really do appreciate it, my man. No problem. Thank you. Just wanted to share my experience from Zai Shadows on Friday night. Yes, I was incredibly fortunate to get the invite to this event that had a lot of vagueness around it, to be honest. Uh, The football staff reached out to a few social media influencers a.k.a. people that spend way too much of their time on the internet, and I was, I'm one of these people. So first, I just want to thank you all. Uh, if you follow my work, thank you so much. Uh, if you guys contribute to that, I, I, I don't get this invite without you guys. So thank you very much for following what we do here on Lockdown Spartans or on Twitter. But we get the invite, and it's like, hey, there's an event going on July 28th. There's going to be a surprise at the end, and that was pretty much it. There was a lot of vagueness, which I I like. There's a lot of mystique around it. But, hey, we all know what the big surprise was by now. A lot of us knew what it was going to be going into Friday because, well, oopsie, uh, Nike may or may not have leaked the black jerseys a little early last week. However, there, there was still something that we were all going to keep our eye on. What are the pants going to look like? Because... We found out with the neon jersey reveal a few years ago that pants can make a big difference of how a uniform looks, and also the helmet as well. So we're going to recap this event. I'm going to work my way backwards here. What happened at the very end, and then we'll talk about you know what everyone else had to say throughout the duration of this half-hour-ish event. The black jerseys, uh, hey, like we said, the helmet was what most eyes were going to be on after we all saw what the black jersey looked like throughout the week. And it's got the green, the dark green Sparty logo on it. And something interesting that was pointed out by Darian Harris, the MC of this event, the black helmet is the only one with its carbon variant in the country. You may not be able to see it on the blurry photos that we posted on Twitter from our seats, but if you got a close look, there's a texture about the helmet. And yeah, carbon is definitely... High-tech these days are used everywhere from race cars to spaceships to, well, football equipment now. And there's a little texture on them up close that looks pretty, pretty cool. Um, Beyond that, look, the the jerseys have uh, Nike-infused technology. Now, that means that they are the first jerseys to be considered dry fit. Now, if you're hip to Nike's dry fit, you already know what that is. But basically, it's a super lightweight material. And, yeah, in those September games... That's going to feel a lot better for the players. Uh, inside the collar, there is going to be Relentless written on the inside. And the Greek pattern 
is on the black jerseys and also the other jerseys as well because, well, before the black jerseys were unveiled, they did a little bit of a touch-up to last year's jerseys. And the most noticeable one, the Greek stripe running down the middle of the helmet, which I love. I mean, I can't get enough of that Greek pattern. Is it a little too nostalgic for the 2000 men's national title team? I, maybe, but who cares? I, I think it's awesome. Uh, and also, what was interesting that was pointed out by Darian Harris about the black jerseys is that those aren't considered alternates. Like, they will be in regular rotation and also can be mixed around with the other jerseys. So, you can see white pants, black jersey, white helmet. That might look pretty sharp. Or green pants, green jersey, black helmet. You get what I'm saying here. You can mix and mash these with the green jerseys and the white jerseys. So, if anyone cares, my thoughts on the black jerseys, uh, I love them. I mean, sure, maybe the more traditional uh, fans out there fight for the only colors green and white. Don't seem to care for the all-black uniforms, but this is something that has been called for for years by a good amount of people in the fan base. And, well, Mel Tucker heard those cries, and this was in the works for quite some time at Nike here. Uh, Darian Harris said that he knew that the black jerseys were happening for a few months. Got to chat with Mel Tucker a little bit, and he said, yeah, we've been working on this with Nike for a few years, actually. So this was a long time coming. I love the black jerseys. Think it looks clean. The only change I would make if I was to hop in the Nike lab is have that logo on the helmet pop a little bit more. I, I would not have mind seeing like a silver Sparty logo or a silver Gruff Sparty logo or maybe just like a white outline around the dark green because the dark green Sparty logo kind of blends in a little too much. But look, that that's nitpicking right there. I mean, I, I would give these solid, uh, give these a solid nine out of ten. I absolutely love them. So, and if you want to grab yours, hey. Up on MSUSpartans.com. They are on sale right now for pre-order for a smooth $105. The, the jersey, that is, not the helmet. Uh, now, another thing, too, that was interesting, which is uh, something that was not said at the event, and that is when these black jerseys will make their debut on the field at Spartan Stadium or a road game. I highly doubt they would debut them on the road, but they did not say, like, hey, Central Michigan, that's going to be the game, or, hey, the Washington game, or, hey, we're going to wait until a Michigan game. So that'll be interesting. I, I was lucky enough to catch up with a few listeners uh, at the graduate bar after the event. And that's what we were talking about is, Wayne, all right, do you want to wear them against Central? You know, a team that you should beat. You know, get a good memory of these jerseys, some good momentum with these jerseys early. Or do you save them for like a Washington game? You know, get the crowd a little more amped up when they see the all-black uniforms take the field. And we we're kind of split. I, I think it could be the Central game because I also think you want to debut these bad boys at night as well. I mean, I, the black jerseys will look a lot cooler under the lights than it will at, well, a high noon kickoff, and I'm sure the players would agree with that as well. Now, to keep working our way backwards from the event, before all this, Mel Tucker spoke to the crowd. And in the crowd, where we are seated to our left, a ton of recruits, families, assistant coaches to our right, the Spartan Dogs. That's right, the former players, the current players. And then to the right of them, well, the donors, the, the people that are piling or sh just shoveling money into this program. They were there as well as they should be. So Tucker spoke with us. And he also had the golf outing for Spartan Dog Hunt earlier in the day. And he referenced that. They got the PG-13 version earlier that morning, so it was a little more buttoned up when he talked to us, but the things that he hit on, the two points that stuck out most, is just talking about this year's team. And you heard a lot of this over Big Ten Media Days, is that he thinks 
that this is as good of a roster that he has had ever since stepping foot on East Lansing soil. I mean, this is his fourth year, and it's going to be hard to argue that. Like, look, that first year, that roster, okay, I'm not sure how competitive of, of a Big Ten roster that was. The year after that, really good season. Kenneth Walker did a lot. Last year, well, you saw that, hey, Michigan State has some talent around the field, but really lacked the depth, and unfortunately they had to use a lot of depth last season. But yes, they are deep this year. They are as talented as they have been since Mel Tucker has taken over. So some optimism for you to kick off your August, if you will. Now, the other thing that stuck out to me is that He's still very high on the national championship talk, bringing a national championship to Michigan State. And he parlayed that into basically speaking to the recruits. He spoke to the whole room, but but I know that like this was pointed for all the recruits in the room because he kept saying that in order to win a national championship, we need the best players here in East Lansing. And that goes without saying. I mean, that's not rocket science, but he is speaking directly to the recruits and also said that, hey, the best players in the nation are with us today. All the recruits here, we believe you are some of the best in the nation. So it was half, hey, getting people fired up for the season, and the other half, well, firing up the recruits as well because, look, we all know by now, recruiting is the lifeblood of college football. Alan Haller also spoke as well. He kicked uh, off the evening, and I, I thought he did a fantastic job. I uh, have never been in a room with either Tucker or Haller as they've spoken. They you know, did a great job captivating the audience. Uh, Alan Haller talked about how this year will be the 100th year of Spartan Stadium and talked about, well, three memories plus one bonus one at the end. The three memories he talked about 1987, he was here on a recruiting visit, the first ever night game at Spartan Stadium against USC, and he said that he made up his mind to come to Michigan State that night, and also referenced that he didn't let the coaching staff know that, he still made them work a little bit for that, and also made a reference that, you know, that has not changed on the recruiting trail at all, that got a few chuckles from the crowd, and also the other two memories that he uh, started talking about, the 2013 Michigan game. He called that the uh, most athletically dominant performance that he has ever seen in person. And then the 2021 Michigan game, of course, the Kenneth Walker Bowl, if you will, said, hey, first year athletic director. Um, I did not know how to appropriately celebrate that game. Said he was jumping up and down. Uh, he also said he allegedly, allegedly uh, hit a staff member in celebration as well. Again, that got another good round of laughs. Uh, so it was a really great kickoff from Alan Haller, but he tied things up with talking about one more bonus memory, and he was getting a little choked up talking about this, very understandably so. He said standing in that tunnel, and a lot of players in the crowd agreed with him, that th there is an overwhelming sense of nerves as you are standing in that tunnel ready to run out onto Spartan Stadium's field. When he would leave the tunnel, he would always look to his right and look for his mother, who he mentioned passed away in 2014, but said he was incredibly fortunate to be able to have those two dozen memories of running out to the tunnel, seeing his mom, and whenever he goes into Spartan Stadium, looks at Spartan Stadium, the memories of his mother come back to him. So he really tied it close to the heart. Thought it was a fantastic speech from Alan Haller to kick things off as well. We also heard from the basketball players. That was a nice little surprise. A.J. Hogard was in the mix. He said that, yeah, watching Cassius Winston, Denzel Valentine growing up, which, God, that makes me seem old, that he was growing up when Denzel Valentine was playing basketball. But watching those guys is the reason why he wanted to be a point guard at Michigan State. Also, Malik Hall, he got the mic. He said that his favorite game he's ever played in 
the Ohio State game his freshman year. Of course, that's right before everything shut down with COVID. And then also the aircraft carrier game last year. And then Tyson Walker had my favorite moment, and I think a lot of other people's favorite moment for the basketball segment. He was asked about, hey, you know what? Uh, you transfer here from Northeastern. How long before you really realize the rivalry with Michigan is as intense as it is? And he said, just a few conversations with some people from there because they are different. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's something a lot more, I, I think, a little meaner. But <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he was great on the microphone. And uh, Darian Harris was asking the guys the questions. So, yeah, Darian just does a fantastic job. Who, by the way, promoted to, I think, associate athletic director or assistant athletic director. Some good role in the athletic department and very well-deserved as well. And... To tie it up, just some anecdotal stuff, just some personal stuff. Again, thank you guys for you know listening or watching to this, following me on Twitter or whatever, because I don't get this this golden ticket invite without you guys. Um, but yeah, I did get to talk with Tucker a little bit afterwards. Um, it, it was it was nothing crazy. I'm not gonna claim that like you know we're great close personal friends now. We swapped numbers. No, it was about a minute. But with all the recruits in the room, the former players, all these donors as well. Me, just a schmuck that has a Twitter following, like that. that's one more minute than I could have expected anyway. We just talked about the golf outing earlier that day. I said, hey, how'd you hit him? He said, I was just more so there to see the guys off. We talked about the black jerseys, how long they've been in the works for, he said, pretty much ever since he got here. And then I just thanked them for, well, hey, making our dreams come true of the black jerseys. So quick interaction with Tucker there. Had a lot of glad handy to do that night. No question about it. I mean... God, us social media influencers had to have been very low on that totem pole. So uh, thank you, Mel Tucker, for just giving us a little bit of time there. Trey Mosley, uh, saw him at the very end as well. He was the one that was representing the black jersey. It was kind of like a fashion show. I mean, Chris Bogle was there, J.D. Duplain, Cal Halliday wearing the other jerseys. But I asked Trey for a photo, and he said, yeah, for sure. And I wanted a photo with Trey for two reasons. One, you know, to get a photo with the all-black jerseys. But two... I've been calling him Mr. Reliable like the last two years on Twitter or on here, and I think that's like starting to catch on just a little bit. And I asked him about it if he liked it. He said, "Yeah, I, I don't. I like that nickname." So, thank God I'm not dishing out horrible nicknames over here. But yeah, he was a super personable guy. Was able to bring my wife to the event. She's 32 weeks pregnant, and Trey went up to her and said, "When are you expecting?" We're expecting September 24th, and Trey said, "Oh, I'm September 25th. That's awesome." Now. Did I say to him that, well, if it's born the 25th, then we're going to name it after you? Who's to say you know, what happens? But, yeah, I mean, that was a nice little uh, anecdote there with Trey Mosley as well. Uh, something else that really stuck out to me, too, is that there's a little meet and greet outside the, the Wharton room. Um, and Noah Kim stuck around until the very end. And there were some players that stuck around for a little bit as well. And I, these players, these college kids, have literally anything better to do on a Friday night than to, you know, just hang around for a little bit for a meet and greet. But yeah, Noah Kim talked to every single person that there was to talk to in there. Talked to him for just a little bit, um, trying to get him on the pod in the future. So just wanted to show my face. There wasn't any uh, fancy, you know, introduction or anything like that. I'm not holding anything out on you guys. But yeah, just great to see him mixing and mingling. Uh, and yeah, God, it, it was this, as if he was running for mayor <laughs> inside there. So he was awesome with everyone as well. Well, so yeah, just a really cool event. Super, super grateful to be able to go to it. Uh, grateful for you guys. Um, and thanks a lot for listening, gang. I uh, really do appreciate you guys. Now, hey, go enjoy the rest of your day. Love you all. Go green. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. 
Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.